You're listening to the Dune Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Semenak. Join me and my inspiring guests as we talk about anything and everything to nourish your body, mind, and spirit. Joanna Haynes is an alignment coach and human design specialist. She supports women in reconnecting with their power and purpose, aligning with their highest potential in all areas in life. She helps her clients shift into empowered action, deep-rooted confidence, and self-trust. She believes that the true magic begins when we let go of the stories of who we think we should be and start showing up as who we truly are. Joanna also owns a shop in Fernie, BC with her sister and is the mother of a hilarious two-year-old boy. I've had the pleasure of knowing Joanna for almost two years. She's a fabulous mentor and coach um, and has become a really, really good friend as well. Joanna introduced me to human design, and after teaching me about my own chart, uh, she really inspired me to become a reader myself. So without further ado, it's my pleasure to introduce you to Joanna Haynes. Welcome, Joanna. I'm so happy to have you here. Hi, thank you for having me. So we were first introduced by a mutual friend about a year and a half ago. And when we met, we had decided to trade services. So we traded a Reiki session for a tapping session. And every time we meet or sit down, um, I take a little bit of wisdom and inspiration away. And I'm just so fired up um, to get going on my own journey. So lots has changed um, in that year and a half. So Do you want to tell us a little bit about where your business is at now and how it's evolved since our tapping session? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Yeah, so much has changed since since that time. So now um, I'm an alignment coach, a human design specialist, and work with clients really on recalibrating and tapping into all of their inner power, inner wisdom it's just become so clear to me over my my own journey that so much of what we're seeking um, for validation or like direction in our life is really always available within us. And I know it sounds so cliche to say it, but as you start to like embody it and understand and peel back the layers on so many different levels, when you can tap into that piece, it's just like everything changes. And so as that's become more and more clear to me throughout my journey, my practice has changed to be able to support people in that way. So when we did that tapping session a year and a half ago, that was a modality that I think is really powerful and I still use in my practice um, to support my clients. But before that, I had just sort of been working with health coaching, which I think is also very powerful. But every time I would meet with a client and they would want to talk about calories, let's say, um, which is fine if that's what your goal is, for instance, but there was always these like underlying issues that when I had the title of health coach, people aren't signing up for that. They just want me to talk about food with them. And so it's like been this wild journey over the last few years as my practice has, has changed and evolved. But I think that that's really beautiful because we always are changing and evolving. So yeah, that's through that, I guess, to answer your question more specifically over the last year and a half, um, human design has really come into my, my coaching practice and that has transformed so much for, for both myself and, and my clients. So yeah, it's, it's, it's always evolving. And I think it always will to some degree. It's so 
Um, so when we did my human design reading, so I had a human design reading with Joanna. I'd never heard about it before. I had no idea what it was. We sit down for a session. She opens my chart. Um, I have, I'm so confused. And you walked me through this amazing blueprint. Um, and it gave me so much clarity and self-awareness and really it changed my life completely. <laughs> this is such an incredible tool for people to understand their design and to live by their design and to understand their unique gifts and really lean into those. Um, so do you want to touch a little bit more on like what human design is and how you use it in your practice with your clients? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's so beautiful. When you were sharing that, um, I got, I got goosebumps because that's, I mean, it, that session was beautiful. And so many are because literally it blows people's minds. Um, what I love about human design is it's often you're not always learning something completely like new about yourself. You're being reminded like at something that you knew at a soul level. And I'm giving you language and information that supports the things that you've always felt or known deep down. But because everybody's so different and society tends to have like a very homogenized way of, you know, sending us on our path, we push down all these pieces that feel a little bit different to us or like don't make sense in the grand scheme of things in the way that like everybody else is doing things. But what human design does is say, oh, no, 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 this is how you're wired. And all these things that you think about yourself, like air quotes broken are actually where the power lies in your chart and where your gifts are and what you're supposed to leverage. Um, and so by bringing that into my coaching practice, it's like, I mean, you can go so, 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 so deep into your chart into so many different things. And then doing the single sessions are incredible because the most important pieces of your chart are like your strategy and your type and your authority. Um, and so diving into those with somebody in an hour, like you say, can truly change your life. Like it, it has impacted the trajectory of where you are going right now. And I think it's so beautiful. During my session, you didn't tell me anything I didn't already know about myself, but you gave me some amazing tools and resources to start accepting the invitations and really living this magical and authentic life. Exactly. And that's something that I really love about it as well as like, I'm a doer. I'm a practice, like, I'm like, okay, great. Like the information's good, but what do I do with it? What do I do with it now? And that is the piece that human design that brings to the table that, um, you know, like it, it does have astrology in it, but sometimes in astrology, you're like, okay, this is my, like, I'm a Sagittarius and this is how I am. Whereas human design takes it that much, like one step further and says all those things. And this is literally some tools you can use to help you maximize that and help you align and recalibrate consistently over and over again on a daily basis. Um, and they're so simple. And when we start using them, it starts to become second nature, but it really does give you the tools in the beginning um, to move forward with it. And it's not just like an information dump. Yeah, that gives you the tools. And I've found since following my design that everything has become so much easier. <laughs> like before I was swimming upstream, it felt like everything was a grind. And when you lean into the design, everything gets so much easier and just flows so much better. Um, and you have such a beautiful way of um, explaining these qualities in someone's chart to them in a way that makes sense. 
Thank you. It, it is so beautiful how like when you just surrender to your chart a bit, everything flows so much easier. And when I'm sharing this stuff, it's almost like I feel like human design was like in me already somehow. And it's something that I'm remembering. Like it feels like I just go to a different place when I look at a chart and I'm sharing and then the session's over and I'm like, whoa, what just happened? Like, it's really interesting that it's almost like a remembering for me as well. After our session, I got so obsessed with looking at my own chart. And when I started exploring it more, it was really apparent um, that what I needed to do to follow the strategy of my energy type was very different than how I've been operating so far. Um, because I've been doing what I think I should do to find success. Can you talk a little bit about how you support clients through um, this quote deconditioning process that's aligned with their design? Yeah, that's a good question. And I think truly it's different for um, every client because some of those are like ancestral, some of it's like, you know, there's just so much different levels of conditioning, but um, we use the chart in the beginning as information. And I believe that like awareness is the entry point a lot of times. So simply by like hearing the information, it allows you to start being more curious. And then as we continue on our path together through coaching, it's like, it comes up like, this is something I keep on doing in this situation, or this is a thought that I keep on having. And so then, um, you know, we just start to do exploration around that and, and all the, all the different coaching um, modalities and methods that I use. But what the chart does is also one gives you the entry point and two, there's higher and lower expressions of everything. So sometimes something that you feel can be limiting to you when you shift it and start realizing, oh my goodness, when I use it in this way, it's actually a gift. Um, like to give you a real, like a, an example, like the gate of correction so is one that I have. So it's like, I can, I can walk into a space, I can see something that needs fixing immediately. I note, I'll be on someone's website and I'll be like, oh, um, just wanted to let you know there's a spelling mistake there. Um, you know, like these things I see. And so for my corporate job, when I had to be in design and see the mistakes, it was beautiful. I can walk into a space and be like, ah, oh, there's a scratch on that thing. That's not supposed to be used on yourself. Gate of correction is not supposed to be used on yourself. Gate of correction is not supposed to be used on your partner every day. And so when I see that in me and I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm using it in the wrong way at the moment and start to be able to shift it into the higher expression of that gate, which is to be used on the um, external world. And like knowing that you can start trusting yourself because when you need to see something in the moment, you'll see it, but you don't need to like walk around looking for mistakes all the time. Um, I'm giving high level overview here, yeah. but it's yeah. like when you start to shift it into the positive, um, you can start to be deconditioned from the way that you've been using it in the lower expression, which is coming from like a huge amount of fear and um, insecurity and, you know, your safety basically so long long answer to your question it's just like there's an entry point and then there's like using your gates as well to share with you lower and higher expressions and and then we do coaching around how do I shift from the lower to the higher yes. or the more empowered version of it and something you've helped me so much with is changing the story mm -hmm. 
and like the language I use when I'm talking to myself and how, um, you know, before I would say that I, um, I'm a spaz and I quit things and I start a bunch of things and then stop them. But now when I look at, okay, I quit something. It's because I got what I needed out of that experience. It was teaching me a certain lesson and I got what I needed and I'm ready to put my energy into something different. So it's just really reframing the story and using those words in a kind, encouraging way for yourself. And when I started changing the stories and like the limiting beliefs, it's like rocket time. Like we're going. (laughs) (laughs) It's so true. Honestly, like changing your narrative has the power to change your life. And it's not false positivity. Like, yes, mantras, we use them, but it's like, it's not just like happy-go-lucky thoughts all day only. It's just like shifting the narrative that you're telling yourself. So it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm empowered and I do all these things. Sometimes I feel scattered and I feel like I'm a spaz and I quit things. So let me explore why I'm feeling this way, but not making that be your identity. There's such a difference between like noticing what you're feeling and slapping I am statements on everything. Yeah, that's a, that's a big one. It's huge. Yeah. So as you talk about our gates, having a low expression and a high expression, uh, there's some of them that have names that sound like they're in a lower expression. So how would someone take those and use them in a positive way? Mm -hmm. Great, great question. Because take the um, gate of struggle, for instance, if one, if people don't have a reading and they just start Googling everything, it's like, there can be a lot of limiting things out there. You have the gate of struggle. Everything in life is going to be hard. Everything is going to be a struggle for you. Things are going to be difficult. You're always going to have to be fighting something. And I mean, in some ways, there's like that element in your chart. So sometimes things will feel more difficult for you than they will be. You could be like doing something that your friend's doing the same thing. And like, they're like, I'm done. And you're like, why does this keep on happening to me? And it's taking me five hours longer. And it's just like, oh, because sometimes it just takes me a little longer to, to get to where I need to go because I'm taking away so much more throughout the time that I'm struggling quote unquote, struggling with it. Um, And so the lower expression would be thinking that like, I just struggle for struggle's sake. The narrative now is I have the gate of struggle in my design. Everything's so difficult for me. Why bother? Because every time I try something, I fail. Like you just start telling this narrative. But when you can shift it into the higher expression, it's like you, through your experiences, gain the wisdom to know what's worth fighting for and have an ability to pursue those things that are connected to your vision, your dream, your goals, because you're like, this is worth it. This is worth my effort. And to let go of the things that aren't worth your effort. So you begin to have this really beautiful gift of knowing what's worth fighting for. um, And, and almost like release the noise around the things that aren't worth it. So it's like, you don't limit yourself by, by, telling a story around your struggle. Um, You know, these people also can like, they're very resilient and like when stuff hits the fan, they can fight through and and persevere and have the beautiful ability to maybe push a little harder where where others may not. So um, 
yeah, lower, higher, balanced, unbalanced mastery or a lesson, whatever you want to call it, the language mm-hmm. that feels good for you. Um, you know, tell the story that's more empowering and then lean into that. Mm-hmm. I love that. Great. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, I also wanted to ask you about the Akashic records. Mm-hmm. So uh, I've done a few readings with Joanna and um, I didn't, I don't know what the Akashic records are, but I kept seeing you in a library, like a big library with a ladder and tons of books. So I guess that's seeing you in the records. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So um, do you want to share a little bit about what the records are and um, how you were drawn to learn about them? How, yeah, and how you incorporate that as well into your practice now. Okay, great. Uh, one, I just love that you, like, you're so talented and, and your gifts are so special too. And it's so lovely that um, you saw that in, in your work because um, it's equally as, as inspiring when I hear that. It's, it's awesome. So the Akashic records are kind of like the book of life. It's like when you speak of this library, if you think of like every soul has a story. And every moment in time that has happened to the soul, every moment in time that will happen to the soul, all the possibility and potentiality that exists in this lifetime and in every other lifetime is in the energetics of the soul. And going into the records is like you pull the book of this soul and ask Lord of the Akashic Records to help um, answer any questions that you're working with at the time. Um, people work with the records in very different ways. Um, So some people do way more like past live stuff or ancestral healing or or potentially seeing the future. And I work more in the now. Sometimes past lives come in and I share when that happens, but I don't work with them in that way. I'm more in the now and what clients need in order to connect to their personal power. Mm-hmm. So that's how I'm working with the records currently. Um, and then it's a beautiful entry point and whatever comes out in the session comes out. But um, so, yeah, I don't know if that answered your question around what they are, but it's basically like accessing an imprint of a soul through all lifetimes and getting information to help you in the now. Yes. Um, so when we did my reading, it was so interesting because we pulled in like, cause I had known about my chart. We pulled in elements of that mm-hmm. and patience kept coming up and patience has been coming up for me in my own meditations. Um, but then we worked together to change the story around patience. Cause for me, patience feels kind of limiting. It feels like, um, yeah, there's a, there's like a limit around it. Um, I have to wait. It's going to take a long time. This like surrender is, is something that doesn't feel comfortable. So we changed, we changed that to trust mm-hmm. and just to know and trust that things are going to happen when they're supposed to happen and to take inspired action and it will, it will work out. So that was really beautiful piece of wisdom to get from the records and we apply my chart in there as well, and yeah. then work together to change that story. Absolutely. Yeah. It's so, that was really beautiful. And, and yeah, I do definitely work with the Akashic records and human design, but if, if I'm doing a session and don't have someone's chart and I, I they don't have to go together. It's just 
information will come to me through the records about somebody that I'm doing a session with and it will be shared with me in a way that's from my reference point. And so because I've, I see your chart, I know what it looks like when that comes in, it's a beautiful way for me to share and illustrate what's needing to be shared through the records. Mm. So that's how they get used together in my practice. Um, you know, especially with clients who I've been working with for a longer time and we've like so deep in their chart, it's a lots of information comes through that way. But I also have sessions with people that I've never done a human design reading for, and then it'll come through in a different way that needs to come through. Mm-hmm. It comes like the, the client gets what they need. Absolutely. Yeah. Like yeah. what they're, what you're shown is what, um, is what they need. Yeah. Every time. Um, so where you're at now, it seems like it's like, meant to be for you. You've created this beautiful business. You're empowering so many women um, through these amazing tools. Um, But it's quite different than what you were doing, say like two years ago. Mm -hmm. So do you want to just touch on your experience in the corporate world and how you carved out this beautiful, this beautiful niche for yourself and what that transition looked like? Absolutely. It's been such a journey and, and it always will be. And every step has just led to the next piece and place that I'm supposed to be. And listen, like the corporate world gets a lot of like, oh, it's, I can't wait to leave my nine to five. I can't wait to leave my nine to five. But when I got my corporate job, it is exactly what I needed. And I needed that time that I had there. You know, like I had, I used to live in Thailand and I had moved home and I was like feeling behind all my friends and, and just wanted to, to come back to Calgary and like do the thing that I needed to do. And, and for me, that was getting this corporate job. And it was so special because I did have a very like unique background. It was like worked as a production coordinator at MTV, you know, lived in Thailand, was a dive master, filmed videos. Like that's not necessarily what the corporate world is looking for when they're looking to hire somebody. And then I got this job. And so I just wanted to, I just felt called to say that the corporate world isn't always a bad place to be. It's exactly Mm -hmm. what I needed for the 10 years that I was in this role. But my whole life, I've known that the gift of time and having my freedom of time is my most important piece when I think about my future. I love working. I love applying myself, but I want to do it when I want to do it on my own terms. And so it was like, doing what I did every day and learning so much and and getting a salary that I wanted, but also holding the vision that like, I know one day this is what I need, like this, this feeling of freedom. And so you just kind of hold that vision and take inspired action through and through your days. And then eventually like little nuggets get dropped for you. And I ended up being um, pointed in the direction of like learning how to do an Amazon business. And I sold milk frothers on Amazon and do you think I'm passionate about milk frothers? Good God, no. But what it started to do was like the entry place into, oh my goodness, I could be an entrepreneur. Oh my goodness, it's not just for everybody else. And so I went down the path that felt most aligned at that time. And it truly was. And then, you know, it evolved into like tea towels and all these things. And I had all these businesses within Amazon for four years um, and actually just sold like my last tea towel last week as I'm wrapping that all up. And then throughout that, it's like, okay, well, I don't, it's not working out the way I want. I'm not as inspired by it. So ask the question. I do not know. Show me what's next. What's next for me? You ask the question and then sort of start to see what comes your way. And 
then it moved into like a blog around food because I love cooking and I love nourishing and I, I love the power, the healing power of food. And so it started with that and then um, just kept and kept and kept evolving and growing over a few years um, until, yeah, I won't like bore you with every single step along the way, but it's like, and then this is where I am today. So truly it's about being where you are, holding your vision that you can allow to change. It evolves. My vision's evolved many, many, many times. And thank goodness for that. But, you know, hold the vision, trust you, trust yourself to guide you wherever you need to go in the next steps. And then um, have the courage to move towards it in whatever way feels best at that time. Not every step needs to be like, I quit my job and then now I do this. Because you know what? That would probably be traumatic to a lot of people's nervous systems and you likely won't be successful. Mm -hmm. Whereas some people that feels really good. For me, I needed to like build something before I was ready to take the leap and take the leap a little bit before it's super, super comfortable, but that's, that's me. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's really about moving within a level that's like pushing you a little bit, but also not traumatizing your nervous system. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's lessons along the way. A hundred percent. And if you look back, everything that I just sort of summed up in that blurb may have looked so small, but it's like all these small steps. Let's make a couple huge leaps in there, get you to where you are today. Mm -hmm. You know, every little investment I made in myself, every little thing every little pivot every little acknowledging the the um the nagging feeling inside of me that wasn't going away that it's like supposed to be different I'm like okay yeah it is supposed to be different so how do we make it different you know like it's just every little step is a building block uh, um, a brick in your foundation to to lead you um to where it is you want to go so yeah it, it's a beautiful journey um yeah with with ups and downs for sure, but you're always moving forward. So you mentioned something um, that I really liked when you talked about investing in yourself. Mm -hmm. So what are some things you're currently doing to invest in yourself? Yeah. Investing in yourself is so amazing because you get to control like the return on investment. You know, like mm -hmm. what better place to invest your money or your time or your energy than in yourself, because you can control the like narrative of how it's going to go for you. So I just, I love it um, so much for me right now. I am, well, I will always, I always am working with a coach. So I invested in um, a new container for myself for a year, which is, um, all about embodiment and and will be yeah it's just evolving and and so I invest in myself in that way and also in other trainings I'm taking like my next level of a Akashic record training and also just investing in the small day-to-day -day things that sometimes feel good and I know it's it's it can sound boring and you've heard it a million times but you know a massage Mm. getting oh, yeah. nails done if that's your jam like <laughs> investing in going yeah. to the class I don't know it doesn't have to be these huge huge investments um it can be your time it can be whatever feels good for you or what you're capable of of doing at that time um but investing in myself 
feels really good. Yeah, totally. Um, and I guess on that note, is there any piece of wisdom that you'd like to share? Um, any key learnings about your journey that you'd like to share with our listeners? Oh, from this point, it's like, just trust yourself Mm -hmm. to know that you'll need to know what you need to do when you need to Mm. do it. And that just keep moving forward in whatever way that is for you. And it doesn't mean um, always resisting where you're at at all. It just means like stay open to all the things that you desire because they're your desires for a reason. They're made for you. So keep moving and don't get overwhelmed with the gap that you're seeing. It's like, what's the next small step I can do and enjoy where I'm at while I'm doing it, while I'm moving, while I'm creating, mm-hmm. while I'm building. Yeah. Enjoy the ride. Enjoy the ride. You know, yeah, it's cliche, but there's going to be some, some wild aspects of your life. There's going to be places that you're at that you do not like being in. And it's like, in those moments, how can you hold steady? How can you trust yourself? How can you show up for yourself? Because yeah, it's not always an easy ride and lots of things you can't control, but it's, it's how can you stay trusting and true to yourself and, and where it is that you're taking yourself in this lifetime? Mm-hmm. Love that. So it's, it's a big nugget, I guess, but uh, there's lots of nuggets, <laughs> lots of, lots of inspirational nuggets. <laughs> Um, and I'm always so inspired after we chat. I feel like every time we dig in, I always take something else away. It like plants a little seed inside me. Um, so there's lots of seeds growing right now, but, uh, it's such a pleasure um, to connect with you and to hear your story and what you're up to now. Um, so where can our listeners find you? Mm -hmm. Um, well, they can find me on my website, which is wellandnourishedlife.com. They can follow me on Instagram, which is also wellandnourishedlife. And yeah, those are really the platforms Mm -hmm. that I I'm on. I, you know, there's Facebook, but I don't really use it much. So I don't use Meta. Yeah. Meta. (laughs) So those are where you can find me. Um, and you know, message me from either of those places. And I, um, then you'll be sure to connect for sure. Awesome. Thanks so much, Joanna. Uh, Joanna's on her way to Europe right now. Mm-hmm. So I hope you have a beautiful holiday with your family and looking forward to catching up when you get back. Thank you so much for having me. It was really fun to be here. Hey, thanks so much. Take care. Bye now. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Connect with me on Instagram at Dune Wellness or check out my website, dunewellness.com. See you soon. Mm-hmm.